Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 247. We are going to talk about AEW Dynamite and oh boy, what an episode it was. But before we get to all of that, my name is John and joining me this week as she does almost every week is the Brody King to my PCO, Marianne. Hello. Excellent. I thought you were going to do another one and I was cringing before you were going to do oh, it. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought you were going to do another one and I was like, no, I hope it never comes to that. But um, we'll get to whatever one that I was thinking later. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you? Um, I'm good. I got my new desk set up in my room. We were having this conversation before we started. Um, and so I have room for everything now. It's nice. Yeah. And I have better lighting. So, and I have it, so my man, my monitor's right in front of me and I finally have somewhere to put my little webcam. So I have the webcam like right there and then all the lights and my microphone can actually be on my desk before I didn't have room for it. But nice. yeah, I've been working, I've been working overtime the past couple days. So it's been, it's been busy. Work decides to send me like a list of like 40 violation letters I have to send out. They're like, oh, these are violation letters. And by the way, they're due tomorrow. And I'm like, you sent this to me at 11 in the morning. I'm not going to get this finished in one work day with all the other stuff I have to do. <laughs> but OK, I'll take the extra money. Thanks. So you've got you've got everything set up now. Yes, I do have everything set up. And I think the lighting works. And I have like a cork board behind my my monitor that has little star lights. And so that has extra lighting. I haven't looked to see what it looks like All right. yet, okay. but we, we shall see. Um, the desk is right next to my window though. So I've been, I've been talking to Josh about this and mm. I'm thinking, I fucking hate my blinds. They're really heavy. Yeah. I've been thinking of getting the pull down ones. Okay. Like just the blackout ones. Oh, nice. Um, and then, finding a way to do something with my my ceiling fan light because right now um i had to take the bowl off of it and change the the lights in it and i'm like oh there's way more light when i don't have the fucking bowl on it so because yeah. it's like a tinted bowl and yeah. it's the lightest it's the lightest one you can get with oh, for okay. that particular model right and i'm like i miss my old bedroom light <laughs> i mean a fan a fan is like swanky for our house standards but like <laughs> right <laughs> whatever i'm lucky you're lucky today because my brother had has been over for the past couple days and he brought his dog and his dog is loud loud dog um loud dog and also my dog uh Odie is loud so and they don't like each other so that's even worse yeah that's not great they do not like each other at all I think it's more that Maple wants to play with Odie and Odie is just like soup. Like he finds Maple very off putting. Mm. <laughs> so, so it's like, it's, she's like, play with me. And he's like, I have one eyeball and I'm nine years old. You can fuck off. Like that kind <laughs> fair. of <laughs> fair, but he also treats me like that. Wow. So, it's but just... then I have, I have, I have an acquired energy. Mm. So an energy that requires an acquired. Yeah, I was taste. just going to say, what does that mean? I know that's I, I I don't know what I was thinking, but yeah, I mean, I still I have to set that, up the rest. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, I was talking to someone today and I was like, I miss your dog. I don't necessarily miss you, but I miss your dog. And they're like, yeah, because his, his dog's name was Fenway. Oh, great. 
Yeah, and um, I was like, I miss your dog. I was like, because Fenway was so like cuddly and affectionate. Even if it was like, I like the first time I met him, he was like on my lap and was like, hello, I love you. Let's be friends. And I was like, why is everyone else's dog nice and Odie fucking hates me? <laughs> Literally, my mom will bring Odie in here to keep her keep him away from Maple because they don't get along. And he will just sit there and shiver and cry Aww. because he does not want to be in a room with me. But if my mom comes in, he's fine. And even if I sit with him and I try and hold him and stuff, he'll like get out of my arms and then go like sit far away. Like he doesn't even want me to be near him. And I'm like, I can't even comfort you. Like you make it hard to be nice. Like it's so terrible. Oh, little pup. Oh, little pupperoo. But yeah, I found out today starting with my first uh, like not related wrestling news. And then we'll go to one right after that. But uh, I went to uh, Taco Bell today. Yes. Because I was craving a grilled cheese burrito, which, yes, they still have them. Mm. There is a little sign at the drive-thru, like, underneath it, and I didn't have to ask. Um, But I got the dragon fruit freeze because I wanted my brother to try it because I wanted to be, like, I want to ask him what he thinks it tastes like. Um, And so I brought it home. I was excited because he was still home, and I was like, I want you to try this. And he, like, tried it, and he made this face that was, like, clearly not pleased And he's like, what is this? He's like, it tastes like the pineapple gummy bear. And I want it. I suddenly want to die because to me, it tastes just like a big stick. And my mom thinks it tastes like a big stick. And I told my brother, I was like, no, you're wrong. It tastes like a big stick. And he's like, Marianne, it tastes like, like pineapple. There's pineapple in it. And I'm doubting everything I've ever known. Well, wait, doesn't, (laughs) doesn't. A big stick have pineapple in it? Maybe, but it's not like a noticeable I mean, it's not amount. Like overpowering. Like, yeah, right. yeah. But a pineapple gummy bear is just pineapple. And I don't taste the pineapple because uh Tampico juice, I believe, has cherry pineapple and, in it. Cherry and pineapple is the Yeah, original. see that see that that I don't taste the pineapple in that. And also, um, my favorite drink on the entire planet, uh Disneyland mint julep also has pineapple in it. Mm. Do you know what's weird, yeah. Marianne? You don't what? like you don't like pineapple flavor. I hate pineapple and flavored I, things. I, for the most part, don't pineapple Dole Whip can fuck off. Well, the, for the most part, I don't like cherry flavored things. You know what? That is uh, very common. My mom does not like cherry flavored things, and neither does Nia because it doesn't remind you of cough syrup. A little bit, but also I just I yeah. don't like cherries. I like, you know what? That's fair. I like uh, blackberry flavored things. Like I said, I will hype up Izzy's for the rest of my life. Yeah. Green apple flavored Izzy is like one of the greatest tasting things ever. The peach one is really good too. It literally tastes just like peaches. Like not even my brother complain and he can complain and he's a food snob. But if you guys haven't tried that, you can get them at Costco and it comes with the green apple, peach, uh, clementine and blackberry. And they are so good. Uh, but yeah, it's like, I like grape flavored things. Like grape soda is so good. Grape medicine is always good. Fair. I, I don't know why it's because it's so sickeningly sweet, like to yeah. hide probably the bad taste and cherry medicine is like, we don't fucking care. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, my brother's an asshole. <laughs> he wouldn't hug me goodbye. And he's like, Marianne, I will stay in the house with you. But this COVID nonsense, I'm not touching you. And I was like, you literally just shared a drink with me. Wow. Like, like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's... um. Just tell me you don't love me enough. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, it might be easier, I guess. Whatever. Did but you... my actual wrestling yes. news is that Tony Deppin uh, has got COVID. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we talked about this a little bit last week, uh, Chris and I, where it just seems like, yeah, you know, maybe the 
the, the collector, collector wasn't a good idea. Yeah, maybe it wasn't a good idea. I mean, look at Joe Janela and George um, uh, is really upset because he had to call out and not go to the Danny Havoc um, memorial show because because of the the things that have happened. And he was like, I don't trust wrestling fans to be safe. Like, period. I he mean, was like, I trust, he was like, I trust Matt Tremont and his wife, like, completely, because they're very professional. And he was like, and they take it very seriously. But, and he was like, I don't trust everyone else. And uh, Timmy, Tim Donst was booked. And Tim was like, all excited. Timmy, whose birthday was on the 17th. Happy birthday, Timmy. Oh. Um, I, t- I messaged him and I don't believe he messaged me back. Piece of garbage. Um, so, <laughs> Wow. Actually, he probably did because he only uses Facebook Messenger and I never go on Facebook. I'm like hating on him for no reason. But yeah, he had to cancel <laughs> that flight and he was really bummed because he wanted to see everyone. And he was like, I really wanted to see everyone, even though uh, Danny like or Grant, his name is Grant. He's like, Grant specifically told me that he would never want a memorial show if it came to that. <laughs> like, <laughs> and everyone's like, no, fuck it. We're going to be selfish and do one anyway. <laughs> yeah. Even though he specifically said he never wanted one. <laughs> but also George was like, I'm hesitant to go because apparently Drake was going to show up. Uh, yeah. And he was like, I don't want to see Drake Wirtz in person. He was like, ever again. And they used to be really close. Yeah. Holy shit. George and I popped so hard when Drake was refing the main event at the New Orleans Mania. We popped so hard. And then this shit happened. Yeah. Ugh. My God. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, let us talk about this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. And what you guys are ep- probably wondering why I wasn't there because of the best friends match this week. It was because I was working overtime. Yeah. Last week. Um, I mean, we're, you know, we're still trying to work out this recording the day after Dynamite happens. So, I mean, you know, it's going to happen. And oh, that's what happened. I was I was gone all weekend. So. It was like, I have to record now or never, and I recorded now with Chris, and it was it was a good time. It's now or never, is it all? Sorry. <laughs> Are we just friends? I mean, this is technically uh, AEW the musical, which is now the, na- <laughs> the name of this episode. No! Yep. AEW is the musical. All right, so O Town. O Town took that song, and everyone thought that the Backstreet Boys ripped it off with Drowning, but Drowning came out like a whole year before that song. Just so everyone knows. Wow. (sighs) Anyway, we open Dynamite with uh, the I don't even know what it's called, but it's the it's a opening round match to determine who the number one contender is. They tried to give it some weird, cool title which Jim Ross could not pronounce at least one Because time. it's Jim Ross. But also, come on. You're gonna, you, the, the AEW number one contender eliminator championship it's tournament. It's like, what? What is happening? It's a mouthful. Number one contender tournament, the end. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's easy. But we open the show with, with Wardlow taking on Jungle Boy. I hate that name. I still hate it. I thought I would get over it, but it makes my mouth feel so gross. Ward. It's like when you it, it yeah it's like when you say miserable <laughs> yes you have to say the bleh at the end but it's like Wardlow Ab- absolutely <laughs> so hate it. I will say overall just to, let's just overall this match very good opener yes uh, despite his weird name Wardlow uh, <laughs> looked great and Jungle Boy looked great as well I saw a tweet online that somebody said 
if they do it right, the these two guys will be the biggest things that AEW ever did, which I could see that. I could see line. it too. They're trying to make it Darby Allen, but it's not happening. No, no, we'll we'll see, I guess. Um <laughs> let's talk about uh are we tooting or booting Jungle Boy's new tights? I mean everything else honestly, was pretty similar, but that freeze shit fucked me up, so I didn't even notice that they were different. I read your note, and then I looked at them, and I was like, I don't even remember what his old ones looked like. His old ones were just plain. I think they were like a le- like a pleather material. These ones, pleather. Yeah, these ones were pleather, but uh, <laughs> they had like the the frilly stuff down the side, and I think they might have some yeah. sort of print as well. Yeah, I mean okay. it's it's different enough. They that, were fine. Yeah, I'm they to- weren't like I'm outrageous. Yeah, just toot him. I don't care. Wardlow has his his name written down the back, and it's glittery. I noticed that, yeah. and I was like, "Good for him." <laughs> like, um, I do love like one of the things that I we don't actually see too often, but when we do see it from like a larger lad, I'm like, "This is great." Is when he they do vertical suplexes, but they don't fall with the with their opponent. They just toss him, and I'm like, yes. "This is good stuff." Please always do this. Please have please have big boy show like like not defy physics but remind people yeah. of the size difference please yes um <laughs> that hurricane rana reversal was out of this world his abs like they're not like look at my abs like ricochet you know right but that ab work to accomplish that good fucking lord absolutely insane uh and then also jungle boy did something that i don't i'm sure i've seen him do it before but i was very surprised when i thought he was just going to go for a regular splash and then it turned into a, like a diving knee drop to uh wardlow's abdomen oh boy that was crazy um that must have been landing on like a stiff like real feather pillow i guess yeah probably that shit's not soft. And then we had the F10 into the ring. Ooh. And then the F10 again. And then that was the end of the match, basically. My thing is, did you should you should know what baby hair is by, by now, all right? Yes. Okay. So my why did Homeboy got baby hairs? He had he had baby hairs happening like at the very edge of his hairline was like shaved huh. of Wardlow. And I looked at it and I was like, why is he doing that? Like, I don't know. You don't do that unless you're trying to like work out a lace front wig. Like what? What, what is? What is? What's happening? I don't get it. <laughs> or unless you're like fitting something out and then still trying to make. Oh my god, I'm so confused. Like I, I just looked at it and I was like, what is this? I'm why I understand like the shaving on the side because that goes with the look of the hairstyle. But why do right. you have to carry it around the front? Did like they get carried away? What the fuck happened? I have no idea. I do not Whatever. Know. But my my thing is, uh, what if his theme was just screaming? This is Wardlow. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I <laughs> hope that just it, war. instead of war, it should say Wardlow. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> It just reminds me of that tweet that somebody did where they always pictured uh, wrestlers singing their own themes. And he's like, you tell me the big show isn't in that sound booth going, it's the big show. That would be amazing. I would <laughs> That's be one of my favorite tweets of all time. On board with that. Something else <laughs> that I am 110% on board. And we talked about this last week. And I was actually, Chris sent me the the tweet because someone in the, 
in the audience last week recorded the Eddie Kingston promo that they did it after they went off the air. Oh. And I was like, holy shit, this was amazing. And then they, you know, were like, well, after we went off the air, this, and I went, they're going to show it. And they did. And it was amazing. And it, you know, just, do you think a, it was planned? Um, it seemed like it was, and then they do you ran. Think it was time. meant. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Do you think that it went a little bit farther than what they thought he was going to do? No, because I, I mean, you know, regardless of how the promo comes off from Eddie Kingston, he yeah. is a professional, and I think you know he maybe he is like the professional. Maybe every once in a while he might slip, but I think this is like a more seasoned vet, Eddie Kingston, who knows. I listened to the Jericho interview and he says stuff about him like, yeah, I, I've said a lot of dumb shit before and I've kind of reined that in. And I mean, he, this is a promo on television, so I don't think he, he I think he knows that. Yeah. And did, did you listen to the talk is Jericho with Andrew Yang? No, I have not. Oh, I need to listen to it. I'm trying to catch up on last podcast. I'm in July. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of music while I work and, you know, I can't listen I've, to stuff. I've been. You know. You can't listen to stuff where it's talking. Well, I can't do that while I'm watching shows yeah. down. So. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm completely caught up on it to the point where it's like annoying to me. Ugh, then I, I have wish to wait. I was. Ugh. No, because then you have to wait. Yeah. But I, you know, I kind of, I like being in a routine of doing that. And plus it's new music Friday tomorrow, technically today mm. when everyone's listening to this. So then I'll be backlogged again on music. So. Fair. Do you know that Ben Kissel lives in L.A. now, apparently? Really? Yes. I did not know. Well, you know why I don't know that? Because I'm four months behind on the freaking podcast. I didn't know, I didn't know it either until, like, it, it, like, there was, like, a hint of it or something. And then on Instagram, it was, like, and then I was, like, wait a second. And then I think one of the episodes, it was obvious that he was recording in a room with Henry. That That is madness. I know. And I'll, he just looks even more and more like Rasputin. Did they did have? Did you see the picture he posted where uh, like a fan said that, and he was like, "Well, <laughs> no, I, I got to look at that." It, um, have Henry so and funny. have Henry and him gone to a Sizzler yet? That's all I care about. Because I, I don't know. Because that's they mentioned Henry's like, "You've never been to a Sizzler? What are you talking about? We'll go to one when you <laughs> when you visit," is what he said. So I guess if the I visit think my parents. Move. Have a Sizzler gift card that we'll never use. <laughs> Just mail it the fucking thing. There is a Sizzler somewhere in the Bay Area. It's over by you know where it is, Marianne. It's over by Great America. It's over. There's there. one. In, there's one in Morgan Hill. Oh, there is. Yes, but my parents. I've like I haven't been to a Sizzler since I was like a small child, and even then, I may be imagining it. My parents would never go to a Sizzler, but our really elderly, like old neighbor, she gave us a Sizzler this gift card, and we were amazing. like, "Well, what are we going to do with this?" Um, such an old person gift. Yeah, it's Any, like giving someone fruitcake. Anyway, it's the fruitcake of gift cards. So we show this promo in which he basically says, "You sold your soul to the land of the entertainers." And you met your beautiful wife, and all I had was pro wrestling, and I would die for this sport. You know, all the good shit. And I love how this grudge is over his career in the WWE, but at least he did admit that Renee is beautiful because truth. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Also, tutable edgy eyebrow stripes. Two edgy eyebrow stripes, for sure. Even though his eyebrows were already perfect, and we were fine with that. Yeah, it does add. It does add some. Add something. 
So we basically, in showing that, confirm that we are doing John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match for the AEW Championship at Full Gear, and I could not pre-order this pay-per-view fast enough. <laughs> he was fully level 11 insane emotional. Well, and then, Marion, let's just talk, like, I know we're going to talk about Eddie Kingston a lot in the show, but let's just sit back. We used to talk about Eddie even when we were, it wasn't even relevant. True. Let's just sit back <laughs> and realize that there is, they show this promo, like, they didn't have to show this, but to go where we're going, we had to see it. And then we're followed up with a Moxley promo. And, and both then, of them are fucking fire. And then after that, we're, it's followed up by another Eddie Kingston promo. And then Eddie Kingston is on commentary. And then I'm pretty sure he cuts another promo after that. It was just, it was perfect. I will melt into I'm, a puddle if they put the belt on him. I would cry if 100%. he won the belt in the, and then Buffalo Wild Wings shorts. <laughs> and he wears a Buffalo Wild Wings pants. Oh my God. But anyway, it's a dragon dragon. <laughs> so Moxley has a rebuttal to all the things that Eddie said. He always does. And holy moly. Does. I think like, if anything, this is going to raise Mox's promos to a great level. And I'm glad we have is First this three of all, weeks, three weeks. They weren't already on a great level. They were just, a they were such, so unbelievably high. Like I hold him to the highest standard in terms of promos. The highest standard. Right. But I'm saying like, who is he? Who is he had to do promos against? He's exactly. To, yeah, right? exactly. Lance, this because this one's uh, emotional. Yeah. yeah. So after that, we had Sonny Kiss filling in for Joey Janela, who may or may not have COVID. We don't know. Because he's Joey and he makes questionable decisions. Uh, and this is another first round match in the number one contenders for the AEW World Tag. Who, who knows anymore? There's too many words. It's for a title. Who, who cares? It's, it's, it's for, it's, yeah. yeah the AEW heavyweight title. It's oh, Sunny Kiss versus Kenny that. Omega. Kenny Omega gets this absolutely insane intro, which Justin it Roberts is... says in one breath. Which is it was so impressive. It was so impressive. You give Justin Roberts shit, but that was impressive. I think Kenny is the right person to be stealing David Starr's entrance stick. To be honest, the only other person I can picture doing that is Miro. Yes. Just having it listed off like that. And but Kenny's accolades, I think. Oh, definitely, definitely. Unless you just did stupid accolades like David Starr did, in which case you can give Miro basically anything. True. And the chances of it actually being true are fairly high because he's a, such a ridiculous person. But I think that those girls out there in the swimsuits with just regular brooms, I was like, <laughs> they really missed the opportunity with Omega-themed maid outfits because that cosplay at Fan May is probably one of my favorites that I've ever seen. <laughs> If I have not mentioned that on this podcast, there was a girl cosplayed as the cleaner Kenny Omega, but she was like the French maid version. And it was brilliant. It, you saw it, right? Oh, I have seen it. And yes, I it forgot that Omega so... did that. No, it was a girl who did. No, Kenny but Omega. I'm saying, yeah. oh, I've seen Omega in in a maid outfit before. Oh, my God. That's not even why am I not surprised? <laughs> but aside from the guy who was Cusco, but in a spot like a Spider-Man themed Cusco or a Cusco themed Spider-Man outfit. Amazing. That was brilliant. Like you probably can't even like that won't make sense in a lot of your heads. But trust me, it was a thing and it was brilliant. Like the symbol on his chest was like the Cusco Topia thing. And it was just it was so good. I'm really mad I didn't get a picture of that. <laughs> 
But my, my note on this match is obviously it would be stupid of me to ask if there's a gif on this face, right? Because okay. this match ended really fast, so like negative match, amounts. This match was uh, V-Trigger, one-winged angel pin, Kenny Omega looking into the camera like a complete He wasn't idiot. even. I, like, he, I, was looking, like, he was half asleep. It was <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever seen. There, like, there are now two God-level tier gifts of okay, Kenny good. Omega. There's there's this one because there is a, there has to be a gif. I haven't found it. I, that's what I was one. saying. It would be stupid of me to ask if there is one. There's out this there. one, if and not, then when Dan. He, <laughs> and then when he does the thumbs up when he's t- typing on the laptop, those are the two best Kenny Omega gifs. I I really like the the Kenny Omega gif where it's just him and Chuck Taylor snapping and backing out of her room. Yes. <laughs> oh, and when that's when El Generico goes to a door and it says no exit, right? And it's just them snapping like the sharks on the jets. Oh my god! What a <laughs> what a time! What a time! Oh my to be god! Alive. What a fucking time! But why did they even with with how fast this was? Why did they even bother stop play, like to stop playing his music? <laughs> I mean, like I mean, really now they should have just kept it even on just a low level. <laughs> like, I just sincerely hope because the, we'll talk about his match that's coming up next week. I hope it's not the same thing because I mean I feel like I don't think it, I don't think it would be I don't feel like they would do that at all to uh, to to Phoenix. They better not. That but, would be absurd. That would be robbing people of what would clearly like that. I they wouldn't. That would be also, so stupid. I mean, it, I I know why they did this, but I also kind of would have you know liked to see a Sunny Kiss Kenny Omega match. You know, I think that yeah, would yeah because Sunny Kiss just cool little flippy avoidy things. You uh, yeah. know, I think I think that would be fun, and I yeah. I feel like that was kind of cut like cutting Sunny Kiss a little bit low, but at the same time, it's like you know they're trying to build yeah. up this this overly arrogant type, yeah, like this way too sure of himself. And we all know the end is going to be him against Adam Page. Oh, absolutely! It has like to be. like why are why are we even? But still, you know, like it was that was, that match was that wasn't even a match. Yeah. I don't even know what that was. That was that was not even a squash match. I mean, technically. It was, but also I, mean, I get it. It was so quick that it was like not even that. Yeah. Um, Up next, we had Orange Cassidy saying things. He basically just says whatever. We're fighting in Cincinnati, and they were like, "No, you're not." He's <laughs> like, "Whatever, I don't care." And, and then he just inspects the 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 measurements of the television screen behind him. Yes, because he's an so, architect. So weird. Oh, <laughs> Also, uh, An actual architect, Seth Rollins. We had we had uh, Cody Rhodes coming out of the limo in my God, the suit and tie, which I will give the toot to. Okay, I will I will toot the suit, sir. But Cody, dear, you cannot mix patterns. It's the pattern on the tie or the pattern on the suit. You cannot have both. So you should have cannot be mixing solid. patterns. He would should have went with the solid or at most it's still pushing it a tie with the exact same pattern because mm. you can't have like he had like a paisley almost yeah. mandala patterned tie on and yes. then like those checkers and I was like no like that tartan pattern well, it wasn't tartan because tartan's like plaid no it was like yeah it was I, I gotta was, just start taking screenshots and putting them in the in the notes. Because I can do that. To which case, I'm just going to draw, like, whatever is wrong with the outfit and just circle it. (laughs) And be like, John, this is never do this. 
Oh my god. If you mix patterns at your wedding, so help me God. Oh, I won't. Lauren would never let you. No. I feel like not. she knows better. She does. Okay, perfect. Um, also, I obviously missed last week, but what the fuck is this? His fucking hair is back. How did he do that? How is he not bald? I have no idea, but I'm, I'm... Did you mention that last week? I didn't listen to the episode. Yeah, we, we mentioned, like, he dyed his fucking hair back. It's just, like, the black hair was here for, like, a week. What was weeks. I trying to prove? The luxury of boxed hair dye. I mean, I'm just like, why didn't you just stay with the dark hair for longer? I don't get it. Your hair doesn't like have to change what direction you're going in. Yeah. But Which, it is wrestling, so they do use subtle things like that. I did love that. Cody, it looks like you've gained weight. <laughs> Which, hey, man, sometimes it needs to be celebrated because remember when Trent had that short-lived heavyweight Ugh, game? Yes. <laughs> they, Greg, New Japan Greg is, really botched that. Greg is big now. I'm shocked I don't have that shirt. You should get that shirt. I uh, should get it because I love hunk tears, but also she did that one that was Greg is big now, Greg is trig now, Greg is, and then she just did a bunch of different versions where oh, it rhymes wow. with big. Greg is trig, and he's like a triangle. Amazing. <laughs> uh, I also love that now he has professed himself AEW's giant killer, and I was just like, fucking hell. Like, what are we doing? But... <sighs> My disappointment was short-lived because Eddie Kingston's standing by with more comments, and I'm just fired the fuck up. I'm ready to go. I sent you that tweet that Bryce did the other day, right? Yes. Okay, so I sent John this tweet, and it's a picture of, like, from the good old days. It's <laughs> Ultra Mantis Black, Orange Cassidy, Eddie Kingston, and Bryce, and it was some cute shit. And I still, it reminded me, I still want to co uh, to cosplay Mantis. Like, yeah. I will cosplay him, and then it will have me have reached my peak as cosplaying, and then I'll retire, because that's, like, the peak. To have that whole, the staff. Yes, dude. With, like, the skull on it, because it's so hard. And he's the only person that can wear flared wrestling pants. I feel like we've been over this. Yes. Him and, him and Fondango. <laughs> the end the end i to, to get me i have to really respect a person if i'm going to cosplay somebody that purposefully wears flared pants wow i hate flared pants my god especially if they're on the shorter side like his but it's ultra mantis so well there you have it yeah <laughs> there you have it up next we have a man whose gear is always on fire ray phoenix taking on his real life brother I refuse to call him what they call him on AEW, Pentagon Jr., not Penta L Zero, whatever, M or whatever. It's too called. much. So that they're actually the story now is that they're actual brothers and it was like a secret and they didn't want anyone to know because how scandalous. Did oh, did somebody was that news in the Yes. Thing? Yes. Oh. That's what Excalibur said. He was like, and then they and then they didn't want anyone to know. He literally mentioned that it turns out that they're actual brothers. Huh, weird. And I was like, this is stupid, but also I can't wait for the Lucha Bros to no-show an AEW event. My God. My. Because would you put it past them? No. My God. Um, You guys can tell how I feel about this. Um, I really wanted to watch this match for all, match for all the flippy boy tricks, but honestly, I couldn't give a shit about the outcome, and that is why. Uh, <laughs> Eddie, though, on commentary was honestly, this match was really good. Uh, this match was fantastic. <laughs> it Eddie was so fun, and I hate that it was so fun. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I was reading your notes and I was like, <laughs> I hate that it was so fun. But Eddie, my favorite thing he said was I stabbed a kid in the face with a pen. Yeah. He, I stabbed a kid. <laughs> he got hit with a bat and then I stabbed him. In, in the I chased face. him down. And I stabbed that kid in the face with a pen. <laughs> uh, there are so many reversals starting out, which, you know, basically tells the story of them knowing each other very well, which is great. Uh, like I said, R- Ray Phoenix's gear is just, it's always, for me, a toot. I, I don't invest a lot of attention in what they look like. Just the detail in his masks are fucking crazy. Anyway, uh, Ray Phoenix then, after I look at his mask for a really long time, does some crazy corkscrew tornado. Is that the one? Yeah, it was like the tornado spinny one. Yeah, like he, yeah, he spun like so a top. Cool. That's, sh- oh my God. Those Which we've seen moves like that before, but it seemed like he's, his his rotation of that oh. was significantly higher than usual. Yeah, he had many rotations on that. We also, again, with the picture in picture, it's killing me. Like, it's just, I can't do this anymore. But they did show us... The ring post chop, which was not great. Yes, they show, they showed it like right after we came back from it. So I did get to see it. It looked awful. And then after, and when I say awful, I mean it in the term of it looked painful. Yes. And I mean, it after, sounded painful. Everything about it. After they came back from the break, it seemed like they picked up the pace like exponentially. It was nuts. We had that sling blade off the middle rope, which I've never it seen. Was, it was, and ever all the commentators said that it was the spinniest sling blade. Like it was amazing. He planted his face so fucking hard, yeah, into the mat. Because usually you're used to them just like using a sling blade and just kind of disorients them. Uh huh. And instead, it was like I'm going to do the sling blade for what it's meant to do, which is fucking shatter your face on this mat. And he likes it was like weirdly spinny. It was like, dude, Seth Rollins could never. <laughs> and he's sling blade boy. He is indeed sling blade boy. And I mean, what would a match with these two be without something insane happening? And oh man, God. Phoenix, he, uh, I thought that I thought they were going to have to stop the match early. I thought they were just going to have to do some like weird roll up finish and that was going to be the end of it. But his woof, that's a bot. He landed that right on his there. head. It was so gross. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And it's, it's, I don't think I've ever seen them, like, especially in a match against each other botch something yeah they're usually like pretty noticeably yeah. botch something they're usually pretty good with each other but who that was that was rough um because you could tell that they obviously trust each other more than i think is reason like reasonably possible <laughs> yes. like and i have that it's 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 like it's not humanly possible yeah. and i mean it's it's they've obviously i mean they've botched before but that one was obvious oh yeah like half the time it's like sometimes it's so subtle that you don't even notice but that was like good fucking you actually worried yeah and then he's a fucking spanish fly and you're like what's <laughs> happening and then after that the cra- another like crazy thing that i've never seen where he like yes fu- you know what fuck the pop-up powerbomb this was a flipping pop-up powerbomb that shit was absolutely insane this that was is the why nuttiest Ross thing ratings are terrible because they don't have sh- like innovative shit like this my god and then it was all finished off by a it, it, it seemed like a reversal into a destroyer by phoenix yes that's uh, what it was and that's how we end the match so next week we are getting ray phoenix versus kenny omega and hopefully it is an actual match match because, a matchy match i mean i know those two i think they I think they fought for the the AAA championship that Kenny Omega has right now. 
So I'm sure they have had one-on-one matches, but man, I really want to see that match. Yeah, so many future kicks to the dome. I can't wait. We had a best friends Miro and Kip promo, (laughs) which was very strange. It was like interspliced clips from last week with them saying stuff to the camera. It was weird. Why are they giving Miro the such WWE-esque like twist in this but i'm also weirdly psyched to have like hot boy dust like just having a storyline with miro but at the same time fuck now jaron and i are at odds my god also who will be who will be the penelope ford or no oh my god jaron and <laughs> fanime can you be the miro to my kip sabian oh my god. that's like i'm asking him to marry me oh jaron my will god. you please be the miro to my kip sabian at fanime <laughs> Please do that. <laughs> because Jared it's always so wants to be fucking stupid. he always wants to be fucking Miro and I am Kip Sabian. <laughs> so it's basically like, let's be real. We had an interview with Colt Cabana, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds. <laughs> uh I I could not believe it when Alex Reynolds spoke because I was pretty sure he could not. Alex Reynolds looks like Roderick Strong if Roderick Strong was also George of the Jungle. My God. <laughs> and uh john silver completely has lost his mind uh alex reynolds speaking was so bizarre to me like it was so yeah. weird i was like ew stop like i'm so I, it's like almost like i i get grossed out when he's not like when he's anywhere like but the background of yeah. the shot i'm like this is not okay uh up next we had another first round match in the aew heavyweight tournament to determine who will face the chant who cares uh colt cabana (laughs) versus hangman adam page uh the i loved the lower third telling us that got into the tournament via a series of drunken voicemails love it okay so (laughs) one of my favorite things and i'm pretty sure you've seen the poppin dogs talking hogs with brian myers right yes the one where he talks about Moxley leaving him a drunk voicemail. Yes. Of asking about Greg. Yeah. And he just goes, Marajulo. And it's just like drunk ass Moxley. Oh my God. Going, Greg Marajulo. <laughs> Amazing. So whenever just anything drunken voicemails comes up, that's the immediate thing that runs through my head is just Marajulo. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I think this match, it was fine. It kind of picked up again towards the end. Uh, the apron bump followed by a splash was pretty crazy. It looked so scary as it was happening because most of the time, like Cabana very clearly lands mostly on his knees or he lands like knees first when he does it. Right. And I was like, this is not the ideal surface to be doing this on. If you're going to do that, because he does it and he literally just looks like he's belly flopping into a pool. (laughs) Yeah. Like it. He doesn't so like everyone else kind of has a little bit of grace, but he literally looks like he doesn't care about life anymore. He yeah. just wants to end it all. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, he faked him out with the buckshot lariat and ended up hitting it for the win. It, like I said, this match got a little better towards the end. And like they said on commentary, we had who did we have? We had 10, the other masked guy and the Super Smash Brothers helping Colt Cabana up, which is not something we usually see from the Dark Order. So I wonder if that's going to if that, those two teams are going to splinter and we'll have Dark Order Wolfpack and Dark Order 
Hollywood. That's a joke for not Marianne because she didn't watch WCW in 1999. Also, I was zoning out, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) What is more important than what we're doing right now? Looking at the cute picture of my first dog on my corkboard. Oh, fair. Actually, you know what? Fair. <laughs> He's a very, he was a very cute little puppy, and I feel very bad for how we treated him. No. Or how my dad treated him, excuse me. Well, someone else that feels like they were treated poorly is Sammy Guevara, and he's going to murder Matt Hardy at full gear, apparently. This gave me full-on Randy Orton as a cardboard cutout vibes. Which was what uh, the Bray Wyatt Funhouse. Oh, my goodness. What a great. It time. wasn't even a Funhouse yet. It was just backstage. It was just like, it, it was like a, that match was so ridiculous with him in the middle of the ring and just like the, the above shot of just maggots. <laughs> so stupid. But, yes. So basically Matt Hardy is a cardboard cutout and that's where we're going with this storyline. I don't know. And then at some point, Sammy Guevara is just going to burn down Matt Hardy's compound. I guess. We had Team Taz coming out next and Taz was like, Delusional. You better join us, sir. Because we're the best. We're the best group on here. And I'm like, of all like the 50 other groups that are a part of this. Uh, Darby Allen's apparently getting a television title shot at full gear, which is fucking dumb. But whatever. It's so stupid. Why do they keep trying to make Darby Allen happen? Well, and why do they keep doing Cody and Darby? Like, I'm done with it. I don't care. They both they're both bleached hair, little shitheads. I mean, shitty Ricky gets on the mic and he calls. Darby Allen, a half face painted little bitch. Why does shitty Ricky get to cuss, but hunky dust isn't allowed to? I don't know. That's not the button I wanted to hit. And we're not- <laughs> they know what button they you were going to hit. He actually messaged me in like a couple minutes ago. <laughs> it's probably. Very That's mean, why he said. All right. My God, Marianne. It's t- now it is time. It is time for it's time for dinner. It's not time for a big breakfast. It's time for. A large dinner and fuck you're really doing it aren't you this shit was out of control <laughs> i uh, i i, the, I the was so going on now and i had to get up i had to pause it get up go out of the room and tell my mom i know you're watching the debate but please remind me that you have to see this segment because <laughs> I, I was like i can't let you not see this i refuse to close the window until you see it like I, this I was so blown away by this. I'm looking at my last note, and it doesn't even make sense. It says, I, I am in shook, which I believe I meant to write, I am in shock, <laughs> but maybe I was also shook. I'm not sure. This was a beautiful segment, and I loved how ridiculous it was. And honestly, anyone who d- didn't like this segment is really taking uh, you, you know our, like this segment, our predetermined can... wrestling show too seriously. That who does who? Oh wow! Okay, first of all, this was such full on first date or full, like date energy. Yeah. Because don't be fucking rude to your server in front of your date for fuck's sake. Yes. Thank you, Jericho, for pointing out that he was being rude and for not being rude. Um, this was 100% ghost written by Seth MacFarlane. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was a musical number. It had to have been. It was a musical number that literally sounded like a segment off of American Dad or Family Guy. This was um, great. Like, at first, I'm like, was, well, they're trying to give me, they're trying to get food poisoning by just eating a raw steak. Fucking gross. And I knew it was going there. But, like, 
this transcended art. And that's what I said to my mom. I was, I am so like unsurprisingly impressed by MJF's technique and tone in his singing. Like his talent for real fucking infuriates me. Like, does anybody know? Does he play an instrument or dance? Because if this dickhead is a triple or quadruple threat, I will kill him. Because the audacity of these vocal riffs were insane. I know. I, I and the was... harmonies. I was like, he. I was like, if this was a like a for real pissing contest between who has sings better, we both know who won that because oh, MJF could be on Broadway. The other thing, like that, I, when I hate it when he started to <laughs> sing, I went, oh, this is clearly dubbed. But then Jericho started to sing, and I went, oh no, this How is. How did action. you know? How did you not know that that was him singing? You know he can sing. No, I, I, I actually didn't. Did I know that? I don't think I did. How did you? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Because Dominic sent the link to me last night of him on the Rosie O'Donnell show. I've only seen, seen that. The, I've seen the picture of him on the Rosie O'Donnell show. Oh, no. I've never watched he, the thing. he sings opera oh on the Rosie O'Donnell oh show. That's what, That's why he started when when uh, Sammy Guevara and whatever they were singing Chris Jericho's theme. That's why he was critiquing their vocal qualities yes. next to them while they were doing it is because he's a trained singer. I, You know, I bet. I mean, real talk. MJF was for sure a theater kid. Like, there's no, there's. Oh no my god, there's no fucking way he was not. Like, so you know, he probably okay, knows the how way to dance, he dressed. So. The the way he dresses screams he was totally in an acapella group in school. <laughs> like, there's no dan. way he was a dapper dan. He his dream job as a kid was to be one of the striped guys at Disneyland. A dapper dan. Oh my god. But <laughs> what if? I mean, could oh, you imagine? <laughs> Overall, I mean, as ridiculous as this segment was, it was a lot of fun. I was, it was just so good. I was laughing the entire time. I had a really good time with this. And did you listen to the lyrics? Yes, I did. They were so funny. It was. It was. It was a lot of fun. That's really all I could say. It was just a good time. Fucking. And then the end of it, just, just everything MJF did was like on point like you know that he could easily transition into doing like broadway yeah and because of his work ethic legitimate like performance every day broadway oh absolutely like that's and that makes me so mad because he's such an unlikable like piece of shit that it's like why why do you have to have the same talent level as uh adam driver like fuck you fuck you (laughs) Goodness. Fuck you, you little baby brother aged man, you. <laughs> Ugh. Speaking next. of which, I also have a tiny, I have a picture right next to my, a picture of my first doggy. I have a picture of my baby brother, Ian, his kindergarten photo, which I used to carry in my wallet because it is confirmed the cutest picture of oh a little boy God. ever. Amazing. Other than the picture of uh, Adam Driver's kindergarten photo, which is also very cute. <laughs> so up, <laughs> up next, we had Dr. Britt Baker, DMD taking on uh kylan king that's a terrible name it doesn't matter all right um this match is okay i think really and i talked about this on sunday on ths wrestling's stream i really need some more women's matches what are we doing here like you have it's like oh we gotta hit our quota and have a five minute women's match it sucks you have enough time and, and like, you know, well, well, John, you just talked about a segment where two wrestlers, you know, did a song and dance, whatever. That was fun. You can find the time for it. I don't need a, a fucking Darby Allen thing every four fucking minutes of him, like in black and white doing avant-garde bullshit. Like, give me another, <laughs> win- 
Give me another women's match. John is against the arts. I hate the arts. <laughs> Give me more women's matches. Anyway, the match out of itself context, that would seem like misogyny. Out of out of uh the match it was fine. I mean, Britt Baker looks like she's, you know, she's back in full form. Um there was a lot of crazy, I mean, the cur- the Super Dragon reference was fun. Always have a good time with that. Uh Britt hit a great just just a solid DDT. A good old-fashioned DDT and a fisherman's neck breaker. And then I feel like she hit another stomp, and then she got the glove, lockjaw, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, fuck you, WWE. We did two curb stomps in one match. Remember um, when they like wouldn't let him do that move? That was the like the dumbest shit ever. That was. And so then he stupid. did he did like a shit pedigree for like ever and ever. Uh, Actually, he did the pedigree well, but that he should have had his own finisher. Yeah. Anyways. Marianne straight up sending me photos and videos that I cannot watch right now. No, it's so I don't forget. Oh, good call. Uh, like I mentioned, we had Darby Allen and Steve-O and... Uh, <laughs> fucking damn it. I don't fucking know. Like, whatever. He John felt- has written what the fuck, like, what the fuck is happening, like, multiple times. Like, what? But I wrote, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, Darby rolled in a... He got in a thing and then he rolled off a hill and that was watching it. him struggle to roll off the edge was everything to me though. I was like, oh my god, he can't do it. This is so funny. <laughs> just teetering back and forth and he just can't fucking roll off the edge. I'm like, good fucking god, this is so delightfully awkward. And then we w- had our main event, which was a number one contendership match for the AEW tag team titles. Winner will face FTR. It was the Butcher and the Blade, the Young Bucks, Silver and Reynolds, and Private Party. And apparently, you know, we don't watch Dark, but uh, Bunny's back with Butcher and Blade. Thanks I was going to ask, Eddie I was Kingston. like, if that happened last week, shouldn't you already know that? And yeah, no, it ha- saw that coming. happened on Dark. Apparently, Eddie uh, swayed Allie to become the Bunny once again and break poor QT Marshall's heart. Which you're process. laughing about because, yeah. <laughs> It's like when the hot teacher breaks up with the PE teacher. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was the thing. No, yeah, that's dead on because QT Marshall looks like he would he would teach Jim. Yeah. Yep. Uh, (laughs) FTR is here and they are they are on commentary times when I immediately you say that if you can't those who can't do teach and those who can't teach teach Jim. Because yes. I love School of Rock, but also that was already a quote. But everything comes back to that movie. I'm sorry. So FTR <laughs> is here. <laughs> FTR sorry. is here. And uh, they are here to watch the match to see who they will fight at full gear. They don't seem to really care. No, they really don't honest. seem to give a fuck, honestly. I do care because Cash Wheeler has like one pair of pants, apparently, and I'm okay with it. Because out for repeat, all you want, baby, you look great in gray chan- in gray jeans. You just made the list. One pair of jeans is all you need. I to guess. impress me, only if you're him. There you go. Uh, what a beautiful shooting star press by uh, yeah, that's Mark us. Horn. Yeah, that's us complimenting them. Um, <laughs> like time slowed down, and I was about it. That was so good. Yeah, I thought the same it was thing. So I was good. like, whoa, this was. I also think stuff. the camera angle really did it justice. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, this is four-way match. Everybody's beating the shit out of each other, doing crazy stuff. 
Uh, apparently, Reynolds got knocked out during this match. <laughs> like, watch out for that tree. No, um. <laughs> he legitimately got knocked out, and it was like I watched a replay, and it was kind of shitty because clearly he was knocked out. And everyone's like, well, got to get my spots in over this unconscious body. <laughs> and it was like, holy shit, somebody move him out of the way. He clearly is that's not such, responding. That's such clear Young Bucks energy. Oh, my God. Such a carny move. Got to get my spots in <laughs> over this unconscious body. This poor dude. I, I've, I've heard he, since he's, he's fine, but it was just like, geez, what are we doing? And he also, like, got up and, like, the Young Bucks are like, I got to do my cool moves on you. And he's like, sure, I guess. Fucking Even though I have bucks. no idea what the fuck is going on. Uh, <sighs> anyway, John Silver, uh, house of fire in this. He, he he was just running all around like a crazy person. And, then and of also, course, JR decided to use his Diet Mountain Dew reference again. Yes, he used it, I believe, 17 times in the show. It's his new tougher than a $2 steak. So so we know that he's <laughs> finally seen uh, the Ballad of, of Ricky Bobby or whatever the fuck it's <laughs> called. Talladega <laughs> Nights. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Beaver Boys, super underrated. They have just some Angry great, Beaver Boys. They have some great combo moves and good stuff. Why has nobody done fan art of them as the Angry Beavers? Uh, I don't know. We need to put that out into the universe so that happens. There was a... Remind me to do that. A, I will remind <laughs> you to do that, yes. Actually, I'll just do it right now. <laughs> there was a crazy Young Bucks... I think they did it on Private Party, where one of them did a drop kick off the top rope onto one of them and then hit a set. That same young buck hit a senton after the drop kick, and the other one pile drove the guy. It was it was nuts. It was pretty crazy. And there was also pretty good at the end where Nick Jackson just went around and removed every person that could possibly have tagged Cassidy out of the match. And I'm like, great. I'm like, yeah, that was pretty good. And then, you know, Young Bucks ultimately win. And it's, we're doing Bucks FTR. I guess we're, you know, we're just doing the damn thing. I don't think it's too soon. I think just go for it. Whatever. You're trying to pop a rating. And there you go. Uh, and then Tully Blanchard comes out and they do a spike pile driver on the Young Bucks. And then they shatter Mac Jackson's leg. And that's how we go off the air. Well, and then next week, next week, we have Hangman Page versus Wardlow, Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega, uh, Take Conti versus Abaddon, which I'm interested in. Which apparently she's like third ranked, and I was like, she's never on fucking TV. How is that a thing? She's oh on, yeah, because there's no women's matches. Yeah, they're they're all on dark apparently. Uh, Cody the. Cody versus Orange Cassidy for the TNT Championship in a lumberjack match. Which, I mean, ugh. you know, if shenanigans happen and Orange Cassidy wins, I'm fine with it. But I have a feeling that's not going to happen. Then we have the town hall meeting with the inner circle to decide whether MJF will be in the inner circle. That's that's everything for next week. Indeed. All right. So let's wrap it on up here. You can. Nick, Nick did have a question for us where he asked us if, like, can all of the episodes have musical numbers? And my immediate response, and I almost responded on Twitter, was just no, no, because nothing can surpass that. They need if they do it, it needs to be okay. If they do musical numbers, it needs to be rarer 
than time limit draws for them because uh, we've had like seven time limit draws since the conception of AEW Dynamite. So it needs to be rarer than that. That's my answer. All right. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsault. You can follow Jin Jam Pingalo at JP Thrice. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com or patreon.com slash notlg to donate to us monetarily or to buy a shirt from us. But also support your local vendors, independent shops, all that good stuff any way you can. Retweets, actually buying stuff from them. Just getting the word out. Still hard. Still hard out there, people. God damn it. All right. So there's only one thing left to do. So, Marianne, if you will. Ring the bell. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.